Welcome to the Break New Ground Podcast. My name is Luis Prado, a.k.a. B-Boy El Prad. And today we've got a really special episode here. We've got a really special guest, someone that has DJed for three of my events, I think, up to this point. Yeah. Someone that's part of the BattleBot Collective and uh, someone that brings a lot to the hip-hop scene here in uh, San Diego. We've got Root in the building. Root, thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, man, no problem. I am here. This is going to be fun. Yo, dude, I'm excited. I've been wanting to have you on season two. I think uh, when I looked at last season's lineup of guests, I was like, you know what? We're missing a musical element here, like... And the one person that I know that would provide some good content is uh, is you. Oh, man, I appreciate that. I really do. I yeah. was like, yeah, man, we're we're here in my nice, okay home. Yeah, no. With my roommate, Earl. I think for a lot of people <laughs> that are just going to be listening to this podcast, yeah. I'll give you guys a visual real quick. We're in a room full of posters, but it's not just like any posters. we got like some hip-hop posters to my left. We've got some Dragon Ball Z posters right in front of me. Yep. And then to my right, we've got Gundams all over the place. Yeah. We got, no, this is like a straight up, like, this is a man cave right here. Yeah, this is our, our sanctuary. <laughs> Before we started recording, we actually were playing Smash. Yes. Yeah. He, well, you got me on that 3 2. Well, I was like, we let Earl play. Uh, Earl got familiar with the buttons and cost me a game or two. Uh, yeah, I blame Earl. I blame Earl. Yeah. Like, just in case you guys don't know, Earl is my right-hand man. Uh, I was like, he's over there eating some fruit snacks. I finished. <laughs> he, he ate them all. He's about to get another one. <laughs> this is, this is going to be a funny podcast. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. So, for like I mentioned before, I've had you for three of my events. Yes. I, I've always been really satisfied with like the way that you set a vibe for yeah. an event. Thank and, you. And uh, your music choice. Yeah. Because... I feel like you play a lot of music that a lot of DJs don't play. Man, that, that's a, that's what I aim to do, honestly. that's that, I'm glad to hear that. That makes me feel happy. And, uh, <laughs> we're going to dive deep into that, but before we do, we start every podcast with the same first question, and Ooh. you're no different. Yeah. So, Root, you let us know. Who is Root, and what do you do as a DJ and as a, as a creative? Okay. <laughs> that well. I'm DeAndre, DJ, Root. I like long walk calls on the beach. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That, this is not my Tinder profile. My bad. Um, no, um, just as a DJ and as somebody in the community, I throw a lot in events, especially BattleBot, as we talked about, um, just to get everything. I like bringing all the parts of the culture together, the emceeing, the graph, the breaking. Not, not even breaking anymore, necessarily. Right. Dancing. Yeah. I like I, Exactly. Yeah. I was like the beats and... That's my big thing. I'd like to give us a place where we can perform and show the city that we have so many talented individuals. Like, we've been doing BattleBot five years, I believe. Yeah, five years. Yeah, we, we got a toddler on our hand. I was like, um, yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what toddlers. I don't yeah, have no, any. No, yeah, <laughs> right up have. But I'm a guy who, like, you'll see me at jams if I'm there uh, just supporting. I'm a guy who just enjoys watching our community grow. That's uh, very true. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I can make it out to an event, I'll make it out. Uh, like, supporting. I like being there. I was like, like you said, I'll probably could attest to this. He wouldn't. I'm gonna put him on blast. He wouldn't let me pay for a jam one time. And he, <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, let me pay. He's like, you bring the equipment. I'm like, no, I still want to support. <laughs> he would not let me pay. And I was like, man, take my money. <laughs> no, it's true because yeah. like, brute. I mean, he, I think at the time you were paying for someone else because you were spinning at my event, and yeah. you were like, oh yeah, my homie's gonna come through. I'll pay for his for his admission. I was like, no, dude, no, of course. Like, you're spinning for us. You're providing so much like good. <laughs> 
energy here yeah. and you're contributing to the event in such a big way the event does not happen without a dj yes so i was like yo no 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 don't pay for that you know I mean? <laughs> but um you, you there's a lot of great points that you touched on but i think initially the, the thing that stands out to me is you mentioned that you're a supporter yes consistently coming out to events even events you're not spinning at you yeah. just you want to support you yeah. want to see the scene grow right which is crazy because a lot of people sometimes don't go to events if it's not like them competing if it's not them spinning if it's not them being an MC, like if they got nothing to do with it on yeah. the back end they're not going to show up yeah i never got that i'm, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you right i like to see like the city grow i like to see all the talent and i'm, I'm gonna mention earl a lot because he's the one who put me onto a lot of these jams cool. like cool. uh, like he like he's the reason i know the dfc cats he's the reason like i know jihad um Cro I know like jihad, and i know yeah. cross like but i was like i wasn't going to events with cross i was going if you always see me you always see earl that's true <laughs> so, actually sometimes at my events i don't see Earl. <laughs> <laughs> he's there in spirit <laughs> he's there <laughs> gotta use that, oh god don't we gave him an excuse for that one <laughs> but no i um, gotta get me a personal pop <laughs> put me on the side yeah. the sidelines each time but no um i like going to these events because first of all i like i want more people to go to these events i'm sharing them and right. if you know me i share events even if i have an event the same day that's true i'm that's like true. yo i can't make it out but you should go make it out because i want these people to see how hard our dancers are working, how hard our DJs working. We're putting so much work in, right? And true. people deserve to be seen, yes. Like and especially appreciated for their hard work. That's one thing I've always been like adamant about. Like I don't care if I'm not spinning. I'm not for me. I don't dance, but um, if I'm not there, I'm there to give you guys that energy and the support. Even like the last one, um, the last one I was able to make it out to, unfortunately, that I wanted to make it out to the Invitational right. at San Marcos, but I, I got a last minute gig. Um, but the last one was the Fatal Sting. Yeah, that was man, good that was a great one. That was a DJs were on point. Dance, you and who? Yo, the oh, we were trying, yeah, yeah. We were every, so look, let me let me say every time this man teams up with the a wild seven. Yo, it is crazy. Like, you gave us so much energy, like, the BattleBot after Freestyle Sessions, you and JoJo. Yeah, and then I teamed up with JK and won one. Yeah. I think a month or two prior to that. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's, like I said, like I said, it's, I just, like I said, for me, I do just like being there, supporting, giving you guys money, um, watching the the events grow. Yeah, and he's a, he's a genuine lover of the scene. Yeah. I think. We need more people like that, especially yeah. because, like I mentioned before, not a lot of people do that. Uh, some people just show up for their own benefit, but yeah. showing up to support and showing up to be a part of the movement because yeah. that's what we have here. It's yeah. a hip-hop movement. And I like being there early, right? and I end up being there late because you know how you dancers are. Yo, We're there out the venue. Yes. Like, yo, what are we going to eat? And it's like, yo, um, we should, yeah, <laughs> you know what, yeah, I'm calling out Makoto and most of the DFC guys. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out what they're going to eat like for two hours. But I, I love it. I love being there. Love watching the end. Love I love everything about the culture. Even like the the like call outs. I love like, There's been a lot of good There's been a lot of good call outs even yep. lately. So yes. like man, and like I said, it's good, especially when like uh, my favorite thing or especially when the younger kids come. Oh yeah. Like that that's a really big growing demographic yeah. right now. We got a lot of kids coming out, learning how to break, learning yes. all these other dance styles. And uh, showing up to events and being genuine, like, 
competitors, but also like cypher cats, like they're connecting with older heads. Like, yeah. I think I think we're doing a really good job with the kids that we have in our scene right now. Really, you guys really are, and it's Those just amazing, man. It's amazing. Real. Like even I'm gonna like Jihad. I've been watching Jihad since he was little, and it's crazy to see how he's come up. Even the kids who watch him break, yeah. like they yo, I want to do that because of like people like you, Jihad, one, just like there's so many people inspiring like the younger kids, and you can see it like even the kids who like they were at freestyle session. Little kids are watching Zero dance. That's true. Zero's yeah. not like Zero's great, and he's not the biggest dude. And like, but the kids were enjoying every dancer. And like, yep. kids came up and talked to Zero. And like, yeah, I like what he's doing. Like, yeah, I just love it. <laughs> like, no, and the, I think what we have here is super special because a lot of scenes have like maybe one event a month or one event every yeah. two months. San Diego's got something popping off every week. Yes. We're so fortunate. I think a lot of people don't really take advantage of it. Yeah. They take it for granted. But a lot of scenes, like probably the Midwest, I think they don't see a lot of action in, in terms of events. No. And I, I, I think you're right. Like, even where I'm from, Detroit, like, I'll see, like, cause I'm, I'm trying to go visit. And I was trying to see if there's any jams popping off anytime soon. Yeah. And it's for me, it was kind of hard. Maybe I'm not looking in the right spot. But the fine, really? yeah, probably not. Um, but I couldn't find an event or like happening the weekend I was going like, and it's during the summer. Right. We live in San Diego. Right. During the summer, right. there's a damn jam like almost every weekend. No, for real. Like, <laughs> probably more than one. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people like to compete for like summer jam days because it's a different vibe during the summer. I yeah. feel like people are like less wound up. You can do like park jams. You can do because yes. we have the Fourth of July the fourth, jam. Yeah, great That's one. That's a great one. One yeah. of my favorite ones. <laughs> Honestly, I just I hope that one never ends because yeah. I, I love going there. Yeah. I mean, I'm a defending champion, so I got to go back and I got to win it again. Hey, it's all he's in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's uh, it's a really good one. And then. You, you touched on it a little bit. You said you mentioned that you do gigs. Yes. So that's something that a lot of people in hip hop are kind of getting into right now. Yeah. Uh, I do gigs as a, as a dancer, you yes. know, providing entertainment. But you approach gigs uh, providing atmosphere, yes. providing music. Yeah. So how is that like as opposed to spinning at a jam? What are the differences and how do you feel about both? I, first of all, I do love both. There have been, like, I've, I mean, there's always some gigs you don't want to do. Um, <laughs> like, I've done gigs at country clubs. Right. Where, okay. like, just me being, like, me. If you right. know me, I'm a big black guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really like... <laughs> I don't really like country clubs or the atmospheres, but like for like that, I will like see like who my age demographic. Yeah. Like I do like I study, <laughs> like I really do like for each gig. Like I don't necessarily put a set together. Right. I, I just have a lot of music, and I'll probably just sometimes freestyle. Mm. But for like bar, like there's different types of gigs. Like I'll do a dive bar. I'm definitely going to freestyle those type of gigs. Yeah. I'm going to play Ease Into the Night with some, like, classic rock, get into some, like, 90s, 2000s hip-hop. End of the night, well, that's normally when we get, like, a little ratchet. <laughs> oh, I'm just being tr uh, truthful. No, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, and for my jams, yo, Earl can, uh, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Earl can uh, protest yeah. to this. I'm looking for music. Always. Always for jams. Because I never, for me, I never want to be the DJ playing everything every other DJ is playing. I try to, like, mix it up. Of course, there will be some tracks, but there's, like, certain tracks you hear all the time at jams. That's true. And for me, I try. I try. Like, I mean, maybe I'm not. I mean, sometimes I won't hit it because sometimes those 
go-to classes are dope. Right, but I want to give true. you something you haven't heard before. Like, just, that's how I feel. Like, and I want to throw, like, I don't want to throw you off, but I want to hit you in the head with something you don't know. Right. No, like, that's good. That's good. Because like you said, a lot of the times you go to uh, one jam, you go to another jam, and, and it doesn't really matter who's spinning because they're ending, they're ending up playing the same stuff. Yes. And for you, like, you've played... Was it a Pokemon like break remix? Yes, that, that is super tight. That is one of my favorites. <laughs> that one at uh, at the DFC jam when yeah. I did it with the Charisma cuts. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. That was a good one. And then when I heard that, I was like, dude, that's crazy. And then I think you played it at Coast to Coast yes. later that year. Yeah, yes. like I said, that's one of the ones like I keep loaded because I just first of all. I'm a huge nerd. He described the rumor. <laughs> um, like most of the people I hang out with, nerds. If you got a Pokemon sample, like you even got a wrestling sample, I'm probably gonna play you, especially if it sounds like a great break. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely playing it. Yeah, <laughs> we need more of that. We need yeah. more people being experimental, willing to take those risks, because break B boys break to a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Like you said, the classics. It's hard to go wrong, but. After a while, I think it gets overplayed. Yeah. People want to hear new music. You can even see it with the dancers. Like, yo, some dancers don't want to go f- first because it's like, yo, I know this part in the song is coming up. Right, I right. know I can hit that part real clean if yep. I just wait to that beat. Exactly. Which I, I get. Also, while we're on that, stop uh, doing that whole just dancers. I love you guys, but I hate that shit in the beginning where you guys are waiting. Yeah, <laughs> man, I don't like the water bottle. I don't like being there and i keep threatening and then the jam if we're waiting i'm just gonna let you dance the silence like, like megatone. yeah megatone is really good about that no he, he straight kate. up takes the mic yeah, yeah. and then kate does too yeah. yeah which is good i think you guys should be doing that like let yeah. the dancers know because yeah. sometimes dancers are selfish they think they're on their own time yeah yeah oh, this whole jam yeah. about to stop for this Five yeah. minutes stand. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, we gonna look at each other. It's like, okay, man, I guess y'all both lose. <laughs> but no, um, but like I said, it sometimes there's just tracks like I, I do like months. Like I'm preparing for I want all the smoke. Mm-hmm. And I'm like looking for a new That's uh gonna be a big one, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yo, and shout out to you because uh they saw me play at your jam and it's like, yo, I really like the music you're playing. Yeah. Do you want a DJ here? I'm like, yeah. I was like, get, like I, I love the, the energy from the jams. Like, personally, even when I'm not DJing, it's, like, one of the most positive things. Even, like, people were, like, I was showing some people videos the other day from uh, Coast to Coast. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, and, like, and because I, I just love the jams. It's like, yo, it's mad aggressive. And then I was like, wait till the end. <laughs> just wait till the end. It's all daps, all love. Yeah. And that's what I love about the scene. Like, yo, you can be mad heated during the battle. At the end of the day, you're going to... It's never it's, real beef. Ne- I never. Think, I think that's the important part here, like making sure that people know it's not real beef. Like very few times is it real beef. Yes. And then when it's real beef, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like you'll know, no. It just feels different. Yeah. So, yeah, it's true. The The scene definitely does a very good job of like making mm. sure that everything is all love at the end of the day. Yeah. Very few times do we have any like bad apples that are like yeah. looking for some problems. Yeah. It happens, but... It, it, I mean, but yeah, it's rarely, it's right? It's very rare. Very but, rare. But man, I, I love it, man. Like I said, like I genuinely like just enjoy our scene. The, like first, I started with breaking. Really love the all styles scene. Like I'm gonna be doing DP at Ooh, UCSD, yeah. and I've DJ that early what three, two, three times. Yeah, all style. The energy in that room is totally different from like. And we're also I'm still talking. I, I'll get sidetracked, but like no, no for another gig. 
how I prepare for that different. I looked up remixes for popular songs for most all style battles, mm. or I'll like, or I'll play something I really like. Like you know, one of the ones we always agree on is like rubbing off the paint. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's funny because Root plays uh, rubbing off the paint. It's it's not a it's not a remix necessarily. No, that like, one's just a normal one. Yeah, yeah, but I think like it's, I don't know why when you play it, that version of the song is just like it, it hits different than the actual just track. Yeah, and um, it it's so different because you don't hear that being played anywhere else. Yeah, and like for me specifically, like I can get into that side of music. I yeah. Can get, I can get ignorant, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, <laughs> for me, I, I'm like, oh, I appreciate someone who will take that risk. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if, if with the right crowd, I think it'll definitely hit. And, yo, and let me tell you, when I first, I played that at the 4th of July jam for the yeah, first time, like in an all-style battle, uh-huh. the energy when that track hit that day was nuts. Yeah, <laughs> that was, like, one of the ones that was like, oh, okay, I'm feeling this. <laughs> I remember when you played it, because Janelle knows that that was, like, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Like, my jaw dropped, and I was like, do you hear that? And she was like, no way, he's not playing that. I was like, oh, my God, he's about to play it. <laughs> yeah. And when you played it, I was like, damn it, I wish I would have entered the All-Stars. <laughs> that would have been tight. Man. And it's funny, because I got that song in a recent All-Stars battle. That I, I was DJ. Yeah, dude, I completely <laughs> dropped the ball on that round entirely. I was, like, too busy, like, actually, like, rapping the song. And I was like, oh, man, I should be probably trying a little bit. <laughs> but I like the song too much. Yeah, man. But, but no. that's cool because you, you take a lot of risks. And yeah. I appreciate that. And and they always pay off. Yeah. In my opinion, I don't think you've ever played a song that, like, didn't hit. You yeah. know what I mean? So, to me, I think setting a jam's vibe yes. really, really depends on the DJ. Yeah. You can hype it up however you want online. You can yeah. put whatever decorations you want. You can invite whoever the hell you want. Yeah. But if the music sucks, they, they know. The event they, is going to suck. Yo, I, I mean, and I'm not don't share that anyone but i've seen like after battles like yo djs what, what's going on and yeah. like i don't even consider myself the best dj but only, like, I, when you see those posts it's a little disheartening right but you understand like you said you're there to set a vibe to get the energy going that's why even coast to coast has a bunch of breakers but it also has a bunch of all-style dancers right too, come out and su- came out to support they come out and support so during even cypher time I try to keep a perfect balance of tracks that we all can enjoy. Mm-hmm. So like, I, like you know me, I don't play, I don't really play a lot of breaks during the cipher things. Right, like because because I'm just like, yo, we're gonna hear this for what probably two more hours. Right, like and don't get me wrong, I Your love ears it. Need a break. Yeah, you know? Your and, vibes need a break. Too. Yeah, and you gotta like get out of that zone for a little bit. Yeah, like relax your body while you're like you're cipher and prepare for your next battle. Uh, chill, talk to your boys, even let the all-style people get in on that cypher, too. Like, it's all about, like you said, for me, everyone getting a chance to shine and have fun. That's cool. Yeah. That's hella cool. Um, Let's let's take it all the way back. Let's take it back to before you became a DJ. So when did you start spinning? I want to say 2000 and, man, we graduated 2009. So, yeah, that's when I started training. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's pretty good, actually. It's like, what, 10 years? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. crazy. That's when I started breaking. Oh, nice. Damn. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's right when we graduated and I, like, learned from DJ Artistic. Um, Ooh, my is, my uncle. uncle. My yeah. uncle. So, I was, wasn't even allowed to even touch turntables for the first year. <laughs> I was carrying records. I was putting flyers up. I was, like, outside, like, doing street team things. Uh, he was showing me different it. things. Mm-hmm. I was the intern. 
Like, I had to pay my dues. I had to go set up events, learn, like, how to set up before I could, like, do other stuff. 2010 is probably when I actually touched records. And I don't think I got my first gig until, like, 2012, if I remember correctly. So That's that's a solid amount of time training, like, learning the art. Yeah. Learning the process, actually. Because, you know, your uncle did it. Yeah. And Artistic has been around the scene, too. Yeah. I was like, even, like, BattleBot, people don't know this. He used to throw an event. Yeah, I don't know if I'm dating him. Um, (laughs) But, like, in the 90s, called The Breakthrough, which was kind of the... Older, or I guess the father to BattleBot, where okay. he was like it was a jam, mm-hmm. and it has like all these different elements in it: dancing, it had the uh, the DJ battles, producer battles, and BattleBot is pretty much the successor to that event that we hold at the Casbah. Mm. So like, he he's been here a bit, and luckily, and then through him, I met Cross when I was like. 15 freestyle sessions Shout i used to go cross one yeah previous guest on the <laughs> yeah so like cross what i just i was i'm from michigan originally also so i didn't like we didn't like we have a dance there like there's b-boys and things but our dancing in michigan is called jitting and jitting. it's yeah like and I, I'll, I'll show you videos because it's more like taking of the body and it kind of reminds some people of like popping and locking things like that interesting so and it's like it's like and then there's like chicago house dance oh, things yeah. like that uh-huh. so okay. so like yeah 2009 so like and i met cross and he was like matter of fact the first thing cross ever gave me was like the ps2 freestyle sessions game oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's I was funny. like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's what I was like, okay. This... I forgot that existed. Yeah, that's funny. yeah. <laughs> so I like watched a lot of videos he had. My uncle would put me on to it. And originally, I didn't even want to be a DJ at all. Interesting. Yeah, like. Why did you want to be instead? Uh, honestly, oh, I was going to. <laughs> what did you, what, what you say? <laughs> oh, oh no, no. I wanted to be a. I was uh, going to be. A, I wanted to be a chef. I actually like cooking a lot more and when it helped I came me focus. Into his house today, he was I, was, cooking. I was cooking. Yeah. So I see. I see the trend. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to do that, but then I got really like I've always been in hip hop. Me and Earl became friends because of hip hop. Yeah, most of my the people I know like. And the bonds and relationship I've made because of hip hop, like 100%. Um, music is just such a powerful force. Yeah, uh, right. a lot of connections. Everybody like, loves music. Yeah. Too. Matter of fact, that's when I first meet you. I'm like, oh man, what do you listen to? Just to like pick your brain. I just like and guarantee you, most of the time I'll probably like you, to, unless you like. I got really no judgments at this point. I'll rip I, black. That's yeah, I'm trying to. I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't even. Never. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'll judge you for that. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, like even I was like, because I was getting ready to say like, oh yeah, if you like My Chemical Romance, it's like what, whatever you like is whatever you like. Right. Like, I'm not gonna judge you. It's music. I think I have an MCR song in one of my playlists. I got AFI. Right. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, but girl, girl's not gray. Right. <laughs> okay, so this is a great segue because right yeah. before we started recording, you mentioned that you went through a heavy metal phase. Oh yeah. I was... Which I think is like super opposite of, of hip hop. So how do you even get from there? To hip because you said you started in hip hop. Yes. So you went from hip hop to heavy, to heavy metal, metal and punk, and then punk. Yeah. And then you came back to hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I was like, I was still listening to hip hop, but it was around in the, like mid two thousands, so like two thousand six to like nine. Um, like none of the hip hop I was listening to on the radio was like 
anything I like. That's when we have all the snapping music, which mm-hmm. now I, I'm like, yo, this is good. This is cool music. 2006 to 2009. Yeah, I think that's about what, uh, like the big, the big shirts. Yeah, uh, like Little Wayne, Slim Thug. Yeah, like, all the Houston that, and the Sun. Yeah, like oh, the, right. the like chopped and screwed, uh, oh, shake right. that laffy taffy oh. things like that was out. You had, yep, you had the shirts with. Uh, yeah, yeah, the big old shirts with the cartoon characters, oh, like yeah, yeah. SpongeBob, yeah, yeah, SpongeBob with a, like a do rag and like <laughs> uh, iced out teeth. It was a, I was like, yo, I may not listen to rap for a bit, right? So kind of laid off it for a little yeah, bit. for just for a little bit, like, but I was still listening to like my gang stars and oh, yeah. like so I like that whole, the older hip hop I, I listened to um, and like Motown because that's what I grew up off of. Yeah, but the transition to metal is like. I went to Morris. We don't like. I don't remember hearing a lot of rock in Michigan. There's a lot of urban and like R&B stations. Okay. So that's what I ended up listening to. Moved to California. Came to high school, ninth grade out here. Uh, meet my friend. Uh, shout out to my other friend. Known this guy 15 years, and he listens to metal. And he put me on to like the first thing was like I heard was Slipknot uh, people equal shit oh, which yeah. is like I was like yo the energy just from it not even like I know people tend to think me heavy it's heavy metal so it's a little like it's a little aggressive. yeah it's a little aggressive yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the right word and like so like I end up listening to them Guar um uh, Cannibal Corpse uh Man, there's so many. I said Cannibal Corpse, uh, the White Chapel, mm. oh Hate Breed, oh God, yeah. I was like, <laughs> um, like, uh, and System of the Down, Ooh. and then from there, I met my other best friend. His name's uh, Danny, and he introduced me to punk. And what I really like about punk is it reminds me of hip hop, like the anti-government, that's true, like like sticking up for your community, right, not letting true. like. Uh, these like certain people take from there without being from there. Right. Okay. So like they, and I always tell people, punk and hip hop are like cousins. Like the the whole like anti like systematic like message, or even like being together with your people and like sticking up for your community. Like that's what punk was to me. Like and the listeners are like the addicts. Like um, damn, that's really cool. I described it like that. Yeah, but that's that's true. I, I, and I that's and that's why I really like punk, man. Like, <laughs> like and just the the fast like guitar riffs, like yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, I, I think really it definitely see. stands out. Yeah. in terms of genres, yeah, and it's something that is very. I guess now that you mention it, very similar to hip hop. Yeah, like it's, it's about like I said, both messages like there's no secret. All the things like especially going on with like law enforcement uh-huh. and things like that. And hip hop's always had a message about like looking out for your like your people. Yeah, people you consider the family. Yeah, punk it was like that. The people who played in these bands were all family. The people who were in these rap groups family, and that's at the end of the day for hip hop and just music for me, especially it promoted togetherness and being with people mm. and like celebrating what we're good at like we're we're not the smartest people right. we're not even but we're smart together we're more powerful together Unity. so yeah so i feel that and that's okay. yeah so and i tell people like and unity is a big thing that i preach all the time um so what I was like, matter of fact, community. Without the unity and community, it don't work. Yeah, man. that's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> oh, this one is dropping wisdom on the today. Damn. I was like, somewhat. Yeah. Somewhat. No, it's, really, it's really good. It's good that you're getting there because yeah. now we talk a little bit more about how you 
like dabbled in different genres, but that helps your full understanding of music. Yeah, you get to develop your taste palette. Yeah. And I, like, I think that definitely helps with the risks you might be able to take because you can appreciate music from different perspectives. Yeah. yeah. So t- talk me through. Right now, you said you started in two thousand nine. First gig was two thousand twelve. Yeah. What happened from there? How did you get into the jam circuit here? Man, Earl, I was like, yo, that's a, that's a good question. I don't remember the first jam I ever DJed for. I know you, were, Earl. Like I said, Earl is has a better memory than me, and he's been. <laughs> His he, ass don't eat blueberries. That's what <laughs> he, he, he eats bu- ass blueberries. <laughs> I hate you. He he's blaming my diet for my bad uh, <laughs> memory. But I don't remember the first jam. But I was just going to jams, mm-hmm. um, showing up. Dance house. Dance house. Dance house. Was this Freestyle Fridays? Yes. Cool. Yes. Uh, crucial element. A crucial element. That was my first. 2014. Yeah, what that was like. Every, was that every every Friday? Every first Friday? Yeah, I think so. It was like one With Friday. Junkyard yeah. And yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, those were my first jams. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I think... what was the first jams you? Spent? That's I started. So spinning. that was the preface. Yeah, that the was fr- actually also the first the f- time you played that Pokemon. Really? Yeah. yeah. We got the historian in the building. Yeah, see, that's why I keep her around. Yeah. But also, the first jam I think you ever took me to is, I hate to say this story, is where I met Makoto. Where was that at? Uh, that was in Miramar. Miramar. Yeah. So it was, uh, what was that place called again? It's the, it's the one with all the, like, the browner floors. Yeah, it's it's hidden in there. Flip Force? No, not Flip Force. Man. But it was, like, they actually held jams there. No, 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 no. No, man. Like, it has that, like, nice opening in the back because they always yeah, raise it's, that it's door. The warehouse one. It's a warehouse. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, big, um, it's a. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a cheerleading studio, is that one. But it's not It's not Cheer Force, not Dan Force. SoCal Dance? I don't remember the name for it, but if I just, like, went there, I would know it. Yeah, because, like, yeah, I was like, I could, because I could visualize it in my head. Three jams there in a row, mm-hmm. like, back to back to back, like, all Saturdays. Mm hmm. I think that was the first time I met yeah, me was... too. Wait, is it, it uh, Origin? No. Man, I can't. Yeah, I cannot think of it. Like five different locations. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, he'll, he'll look that up. But it was the first time I, I met Omid. Mm-hmm. Like, he was uh, hosting. I forget who was DJing. And it was the first time I met Makoto. Interesting. Uh, Oh, yeah. CPS Diablo. Oh, wow. I haven't heard in a minute. Oh, wow. And the funny story about Makoto was, well, if you know Makoto, he's in a DFC cat. Um, he's a little Japanese kid, and he was amazing. That was the first. I was like, yo, that kid. Also, when I first met him, he didn't know a bunch about hip-hop, but he enjoyed breaking. That's cool. No, I'll tell you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> did you look it up? Not to. No. But What's your story? Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, this is a funny, just funny story. I met Makoto. Earl's like, oh, yeah, this kid's probably going to ask me for a ride home. And <laughs> I, he didn't that night, right? No, he he didn't. didn't. Also, I didn't think Makoto spoke English. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, <laughs> and to this day, I tell him that all the time. I was like, when I first met you, um, I didn't, yeah, because you, you just... You were just a like he's still the same kid more or yeah. less. Just yeah. he's got more talented. You know, like he was oh, always yeah. talented. Like over the time, kid, he's done so much. Yeah, he, he's ridiculous. Like ridiculously good and ridiculous. Like he's funny. A performer. He's yeah, a crowd favorite. He sure. he really is. But uh, yeah, I was like I always told him that. He's like you really think I spoke English? I was like yeah, man. Earl had me under that. <laughs> you don't meet too many people named Makoto. No, you don't. I was like yeah, man. Yeah, and then as you know, he's my son. But it was my first time seeing him in like years. Uh, that's gonna continue.
continue. I don't care how long it goes. Yeah. So, okay. So now we're, we're here in the jam circuit. At what point did you join the BattleBot Collective? Because as you mentioned it before, and I think this is a very important part. Yes. BattleBot is an event that brings together all the elements of hip-hop. Yes. Which is something that you don't see very I, rarely, I, I, I actually. I know a lot of, yeah. Yeah, so the all the elements are coming into play here. You have you have MC Battle, yes. which is something you don't see a lot of. Yeah. And I think that's one of the more entertaining parts of BattleBot. That's why I have like no problem paying cover fee, because yeah. I'm like... Dude, there's a whole production going on here. You get to see different types of battles. The beat battles are tight. Yes. You don't, I've never seen beat battles before BattleBots. So how did you join that collective, and how, how have you kept it going to the same amount of success that it has been up to this point? Well, let me. I first started with like five years ago at the Casbah. Me, Artistic, and Tram wanted to bring something for producers originally. Ooh, okay. So the first few months it was just producer battles okay we connected with cross who put us in contact with aeronetic um and he started hosting our dance battles then we started doing the dj battles and that's the longer we went on we started adding more elements better things uh, pulling in sponsors things like that but yeah i've been there since the beginning and for me like i said it's something i want to see more of like i want to see more mcs at battles mm-hmm. like because I'll, I'll i dj for a lot of mcs rappers and i'm like yo there's there's these battles that go on like um i had rick rick scales come out to uh, coast to coast yeah and i forced him finesse um and he was like i did not know these were like still prominent that prominent in the city i'm like man where you've been i want to get like even to the point I want more MCs. Like it's just, I want more people at these things. I yeah. want to have more dancers at our hip hop shows, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. So, but, but the BattleBot thing is like we've been just luckily with the support of our community, people coming, paying, coming to watch all these talented people in the city. Is how we continue to grow. That word of mouth, people like enjoying the event and telling their friends about it. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to like. Just the sevens, like, because they always, they come they always in, through, show love. always, always, come through. always they, they share the flyers, and, like, I, I'm just, I'm just like, because you had JoJo on them, like, I listen, I listen right, to the yeah. podcast, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm, like, just listening to them talk about it and everything, I just, that crew is just, like, some of the friendliest and most, like, hard-working people. They're a big like, family, oh, but they, they show love the way a family does, yeah. they, they all show up together, yes. You know, they make sure to show love to the community that they've been growing in. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's that's something that I really like about the Sevens, too. Oh, Studio FX. Yes. That's the studio name. FX, yeah. It was Studio F- FX, guys. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was that venue we were talking about earlier. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that was the first, like... Time you met Makoto. Yeah, first time I met Makoto, and, like, one of the first jams I ever went to. Yeah, a lot of people used that venue yeah. yeah. back in the day. Oh, man, that's yeah. just... Brought back a bunch of memories. Yeah, it's still around though, right? Yeah, it okay. is, but not a lot of people use it for jams. Okay. Because I like this is something else that we're going to talk about, but we'll get there soon in a little bit. Little teaser. Yeah. Um, so like we were talking about right now, uh, BattleBot's got a lot of elements going on, yeah. a lot of support. I think one of the cool things about it is that it's a 21 and over event. Yes. But it doesn't necessarily like mean that people don't come out to it yeah if anything like it brings a completely different feel that not a lot of other jams have yes like some jams are like oh it's all ages and then they have drinks and then it's like okay that's not a good mix because yeah. you know we got kids we got families here yeah and we got people getting drunk hey, some people don't yeah right yeah, no yeah. yeah yeah but this is like 
it doesn't pretend to be something it's not. No. It's a 21 and up event. And even if you do drink, like you can enjoy yeah. the battles, you can battle yourself. And I feel like that's something I really looked forward yeah. to when I turned 21. I was yeah. like, now I can go to battle hey, a lot. It was, it's great, right? And that's one thing I did fear. If you've ever been a dancer in a club and you're just dancing, b-boying, doing some all st- open styles, all styles type of things, yeah. there's normal, There's sometimes some drunk person who will... Well, yeah, yeah, we we all know. We all like, know. Yeah. Some drunk person that would approach you or try to like get in the way. Like, oh, I can dance too. Yeah, like, okay, cool, you, cool. Yeah, yeah. But and that was a big fear for me because, like you said, having alcohol introduced to that element, like people may get a little inebriated and yeah. like step out onto the floor. And it's like, yeah, so, but it, it's been so good. Yeah, what, typically, oh, people are super respectful during yeah. the ciphers. Like, they'll stay back and they'll just they'll yeah. let the dancers do their thing. Yeah, which is like always good. And then, shout out to DJ Main One for holding us down oh, for all these legend. years. Yeah, like, for real. Hey, d- definitely like a legend. And then it's like, a pioneer from yeah, man. Game. Yeah, he, he kills it every time. Like, I think, like, and then all the DJs who stopped by and helped, like, I think we had Heck, that DJ Heck, which is one of the best DJs not even in San Diego just one of the best DJs ever um like those are like guys I like look up to like yeah yeah, so just shout out for them always holding us down and man their music selection is nuts (laughs) it's cool it's cool that you brought a lot of different names to the table yeah and uh you built like you said five years five years of success and uh five years of a household name here when you're talking about San Diego hip-hop for the older cats, like BattleBot is definitely one that comes to mind. Yeah. Now the the tough question here, and I don't I don't Ooh. know if you have even got an answer let's, for it. Let's, let's see. Uh, having an event like like BattleBot that has this kind of success that has been so consistent and is kind of a staple to those that are twenty one and over. Yeah. How do you improve on that, and do you have plans to make any changes to it? Well, so I am trying to plan an all ages BattleBot mm. because I also feel like. That's something we could give. Like we tried to do one during the summer at Alex and Rec. Mm-hmm. This is why I keep <laughs> why we were friends because I have a shitty memory. Um, and we're gonna blueberries. <laughs> blueberries. I will eat more and blueberries sleep. and sleep. I don't do a lot of that. No, very but <laughs> but no. Um, we used to do. We're we're trying to do an all ages one. I right now I'm feeling the two v two, but Ooh, maybe okay. like uh, how we've been doing it, but maybe I'll I'll change it up. Maybe go back to the one v ones or even do a random partner one. Interesting. But, I like like I would I would I would lottery do lottery battles. Yeah, lottery battles. I think I would love that. Uh, <laughs> and then this is the this is the part that I think yeah. is really cool about that. You also have a lot of young MCs that yes. want to find that opportunity to battle rap because you don't see it too often. Yes. Like maybe high school like lunch benches. Or just yeah. Like, freestyling your friends but that's nothing serious but imagine doing that at a jam yeah and then I, there's also a lot of young producers out there that want to try and put their beats dude, up there you're, let, you're expanding your audience and let me tell you you've kind of opened that up to me because i'm like i've only thought about the young dancers right i forget there's so many young mcs and producers in our city yeah. and we even have people coming from vegas we had somebody come from like yo i'm planning a trip down to san diego and i hear this is the uh, premier hip-hop event yeah so like I'm like, okay, man. And I remember that age where I couldn't get in this, like, anything. <laughs> right. And yeah. I'm just you like, hate that. yeah, you hate it's, that it's the worst. And then especially, I feel bad for the 20-year-olds. Right, that are just like, on the cusp, Yeah, you're just, there you're right there. You can't get in. Yeah. So trust me on saying, we're working on finding an all-ages venue where we can also, like, 
because for me, hip hop is such a teaching tool, and for I think it would be important for kids to see how our community comes together, yeah. throws events, has fun, and like you said, we're helping put more of a spotlight on the city. Yeah, and at the end of the day, that's all I could really ask for. That's the important part, right? Yeah. It how no matter what you do or how you do it, as long as the spotlight is being put back onto the community. Yes. And I think that's what Breaking G is all about. That's yeah. why I have you on the podcast. Hey, just thank spreading you. the message, man. <laughs> um, so this is, this is, I think, where we get into a little bit more of the, um, maybe a tougher topic, because I, I think everybody deals with it, uh, especially when you're in the arts, when you're creative. Uh, everybody deals with uh, lows, you know? Yes. Everybody has lows, and everybody has those moments of doubt. Yes. Um, can you talk about a time where you've uh, ever decided, or maybe thought about not continuing being a dj oof yo mm. man yeah i was like yeah i was like mm. yeah that's a good question mm. i'm like i'm a little stunned <laughs> well like those even bad stories I'll tell you yeah no and we're all artists as right, far as of course sometimes we want to make a living from our arts mm-hmm. there's been times where like i had to work jobs i hate it like and I'm like, yo, DJing at this point is not bringing in the money, so this right. can't be the only thing that I do. Right. Like and because even I think uh I went to like community college for like not even a full semester. I started DJing and I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here. Um, <laughs> like and just and even like to the point I'll be at like UCSD mm-hmm. talking about hip hop, right. like, which is like mind blowing to me. When like probably like a few years ago I was like, yo, I gotta like feed myself i gotta pay rent these gigs aren't coming in fast enough right. and this is probably like two three years ago it's like yo i may have to put this down for a bit i may not be able to pursue it like, like that. yeah yo and tell uh, like yeah like it put me in until a That's mad depression right. yeah. yeah yeah and like because this music thing is one of my like I don't like this. I love it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You live it. Yeah, I, I, I live it. This is all I've wanted to do, like, since 2009. Like, ever since, even, like, there's been parts of me that where I knew, watching how my uncle DJs, how he, like, controls a crowd, how he gets people hype. Like, because the first show I ever did when I started learning how to DJ was for one of my favorite MCs was Talib Kweli. Ooh. And watching my uncle even warm up the crowd is like I think that's when it snapped in my brain. It's like, yo, can you teach me how to DJ? And because, like I said, I was always like I'm a big dude now, but I was always an outcast. Okay. I was always a small dude, not a small dude. I was always a nerdy dude, an outsider. Okay. I was weird. Right. I wasn't what everybody wanted to hang out with. My friends are weird. Mm-hmm. Like. For real, like my best friend's golf. Um, Earl, my other best friend, he like, if you don't know Earl, you'll know, think he's insulting you because he he roasts you. But that's how he, that's how he introduces himself to people. Right. Um, it's worth it. Yeah, my other friend, uh, Justin, he's also weird. Like, we talked about anime mm-hmm. and we were playing Yu-Gi-Oh at like seventeen. So <laughs> we, like, I didn't want to do sports. I was a more always more artistic than I was. Yeah. So, but yeah, was like yeah, like three years ago, man. I was like I, I was like convinced I wouldn't be able to do this. I was like freaked out. Like yo, like this won't. I won't be able to do this. This is all I ever wanted to do. And I don't know if you ever been painted like like I said, most of us are artists. Yeah. And we never want to have that fear. 
No, of it, course not. Never. And Especially because it's, it's what we love to do. I yeah. think it's what we've based our identity off of. It's what we've... Yeah. Uh, what we wake up for, what we look forward to every day. Yes. When you can't pursue it the way you want to, yeah. I think it, it definitely hits differently. Yeah. And it hits you in an emotional level, but also like it affects everything because that's your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's interesting hearing that yeah. and uh, looking at where you are now because you you seem like you're in a better place. Oh yeah, definitely. I was like, and then, then like I don't. It's let me. I'm trying to figure out how to say this, but <laughs> not everything you see. Or, like, another few days ago, I think I tweeted, like, everyone thinks they know, like, DeAndre, but you know, like, DJ Root. Right. So, uh, what I was alluding to that is, like, whatever, like, you see us portraying, like, out there is to, like, show you, like, yo, we can do this, but there's also hard days where, like, yo, I'm just going to be DeAndre and be, like, a little out of it. Very true. And take some time for myself. I feel more to the surface. Exactly. More to the surface. And that was like, cause sometimes people was like, hey, you want to DJ my gig? Like, they don't even say hi. Right. But, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, um, and yeah, I was like, there, there's certain ways, like, I'm not always on 100% of the time. Right. Which is like weird to hear because. It's, it, but it's true. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you're expected to be. You yeah. Know, like, like, for example, I, I, entirely feel you like mm-hmm. El Prat is not is not Luis all the time yes you know what I'm saying and it's I think it works both ways like mm-hmm. there's days when I'm like dude like I don't want to break like mm-hmm. I love it and that's what I love to do but just like everything else in life like you need a balance yes so I, I fully do mm-hmm. I fully feel you when you say that so yeah so like, it's, it's so important to remember things like that and like to take time to yourself yeah and right now in the time where we're going or that we're living in Mental health is so important. Very true. And just remember to take care of your like yeah. mental health, or even like don't want to even sound too preachy, but check on your friends and yeah, no, things that's like true. that. That's true. Like because like your mental health is just as important as your physical health. So just like you said, just remember that. Like even especially like what what happened recently with the Kobe thing. Yeah, it no, put dude. for a lot of people put things in perspective. And it hit really hard. It really it is was like, a huge wave all across yeah, the world. It was all just across like the world. LA, you know, it yeah. was everywhere. Yeah, man. So like I said, just like things like that. It, it's important. But like like I said, I'm in a, a good place now. Everything's good. Like I said, dude, I'll be lying to you if I said like, yo, every day is awesome. Right. <laughs> Oh, no, I think anybody who said that would be yeah. lying. No, yeah, you're, you're lying. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. So, but yeah, man. But let's flip the script a little bit. We talked about your lows. We talked about what it's like to be on that end. Ooh. Let's let's see what, what the opposite looks like. What has been a highlight of your career so far as a DJ? Ooh, that's, that's great, man. Like, there's a few, because last year I went on, like, my first tour with my, my group, The Fresh State. Mm. Um, we went on tour with, like, Noah James. I DJed, like, the Thop Fest. Shout out to my dog barking in the back. <laughs> um, and I got to DJ for, like, some of my favorite MCs, like, Ari the Rugged Man, Elzai from, like, Slim Village. I uh, got to, like, and this is a hip-hop festival with so many people on a bill that I never thought I would be DJing for. So, it's that, cool because you said that you have all the flyers that have ever had your name on it. Yeah. You have a physical copy. Yeah, that's super cool. That's actually like, um, yeah, that 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 stuff is real special to me. Like anybody, like like to me, like it, it sounds crazy, but anyone who puts my name on the flyers, like yo, that's still like nuts to me. Also, maybe because I'm a comic book collector, that I'm like, yo, I gotta keep this. I gotta ke- right. collect this. Yeah, it keep. I mean, it keeps you humble, but it's also yeah. like it's a way to keep yourself like in check. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. I think after all these years and after like doing so many gigs, 
still finding that surprise and that like mm. sense of I guess humbleness yeah. seeing your name on a flyer like that, that's really cool I'm yeah, glad man. you still have that no no man I, I love it <laughs> I was like like even like like I said this is just, just something in me that I love collecting these things yeah you went on tour Where, what cities did you hit oh man who, I, we went to Ontario we went to Vegas uh, we went to Phoenix for a bit came back here and yeah we were like a few like different states i think colorado was one too was it summer ah uh, shit when was this this was like early it was like spring 2018. yep 2018. or 2019 it was last year what? yeah because i remember i, That's I one, think yeah. i caught you after you had come back but you were gonna or maybe like during the end of the tour yeah i think it was like i right, probably just got home and i was like starting to hit the ground again yeah back yeah because yeah. i remember you had told me that yeah um but it's cool like that's Dude, touring is, is tight. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I think just hearing the word touring, even in the dancer world. Yeah. Like, if you're a dancer and you tour with an artist, yeah. like, dude, that's tight. And then, like, I get to, like, tour with, like, some of these people, like, I consider, like, really great friends. Like, Rick Scales. Met him through BattleBot. He's so ill, dude. So dope. Like, yo, I'm, like, low-key so serious. Whenever I DJ a jam, I'm like, yo, you need the. I always tell him, you need to come there and just, like, during an intermission or a cypher freestyle... Yeah, like, no, yo, he just, actually uh, he's a really good freestyle. R- really great freestyle. Um, but and he keeps putting out consistently good music. And see, I'm doing that thing where like I don't always talk about myself, and I always end up talking about like the other people. Right. Like just because I like bigging up other people. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's true. I've noticed that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good quality to have. Yeah. Even I think if it's better than just talking about yourself. Yeah. All the time. I get you get bored. Like I feel if you like talking about yourself, you're like that's just. Why? <laughs> but this is a, this is the podcast that has you on. It. I know, I so know, this is, this is what I exactly. About. I was and like, I think this question <laughs> just hit me because I just realized I've been calling you Root this whole time because yeah. you are. That's who you yeah, are. Yeah, that's me. But I don't know where that name comes from. So for the people at uh, home, explain the the origins of the name. Yeah. Where did you get Root? How did that come to be? So um, originally, <laughs> I had a few names before I decided to choose Root. I went by DJ Black Jesus for a bit. That's why uh, if you look over, there's that Black Jesus piece right there. Oh, right. Uh, my uncle, like, he bought that for me when I was going by that. Um, and uh, the reason they went, I went by that is because I'm a black Jew. Right. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so, uh, and also, like, the kids at Morris thought, they was like, yo, have you ever, because I'm super into professional wrestling. Oh, They're like, oh. Uh, you should be like Black Jesus, and it's like, yo, it'd be cool if you came out to like music like this. So yeah, and then at Valhalla, uh, like right when we were in the Valhalla of graduating, and people start chanting Black Jesus across the stage, which was great. <laughs> um, and then I went like I wanted. <laughs> there was like two other names I wanted um, to pick, and one was like DJ DNA, which mm. uh, yeah, which I was like, oh, that name, like I was like, this sounds cool. Uh, DNA that actually does sound pretty. Yeah. Cool. Then someone was like, and then people was like, "Yo, you can't choose your name." Like, right? right? That's you, true. That's a big thing. Yeah, in you, you, you can't choose, you your, can't name. choose your name. Uh, one of my biggest inspirations is my uncle, or artistic, and he was in this rap group called Deep Rooted, um, and it was him, Joe Haas, Mr. Brady, Bree, Sessy, and oh man, and Garland. Uh, it was like black. So deep rooted. So, say. and somebody's like, "Yo, you love deep rooted so much, you should be deep DJ Root." I'm like, eh. at first I was like, "Oh, I'll let them probably keep Black Jesus," and then somebody was like, "No, be," and somebody's like, "Yo, be DJ Root." 
that's the uh, hip hop's and you, you like you love the roots of hip hop. That's true. And the deep rooted. So I was like, cool. And that's how I became DJ Root. Interesting. <laughs> like to the point. That's what, that's what I've been to that for a while now. And I think it sticks. I think yeah. it's a good name. I, I love it. At first, I was like. You know, like sometimes people don't hear DJ Root, they hear DJ Roof, which <laughs> DJ Roof. I'm just like, why? Like, um, that'd be a really bad DJ. That'd be a Quite really bad DJ. Not DJ and like, Roof. It's like, who, who was I inspired by? Like Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg. I was like, I'm sorry, that got a little play, but yeah, I'm just like, okay. So yeah, that's how I became DJ Root. And Interesting. I I love like I said at first I was like, oh, that's whack. Then the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I, I really like the roots of hip-hop. So why not keep that name? Okay. Yeah, so. So we've talked about the past of your yeah. career. We've yeah. talked about how you came up, where you are now. You know, the highs and the lows. Yeah. Now let's talk a little bit about the future. Nah. What is something you would like to do in the future? And what is something that might be coming up for you? Man, soon. I'm, soon. Man, I'm not going to say, but maybe I am going to say, because I'm about to say it now. Maybe a beat tape. Ooh, me, me, I think me, that'd be really cool. Yeah. I think you should have done that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe a B tape, a new maybe some new logos, maybe a music video. I don't know. Uh, working with the homies, uh, Dre Cat and Cali the Dreamer, mm. um, continue to DJ and push hip hop wins even more forward. I've been DJing there for two years at Air Condition Lounge. Yeah, like man, just like but uh, two MCs I frequently DJ for uh, Dre Cat. Um, Filipino uh, American rapper. I mm-hmm. love working with him. We we've gone on tour. Callie's a dreamer and got it. Like he just dropped the project. No uh, no stone unturned. But I was like, Earl's been watching us rehearse. I got a, We got a show. We got a show coming up soon. And I've been DJing them with them. We've been to LA. We've been to Ontario together. We've been yeah. We've been to Arizona. Like. I love those dudes, man. And you're always on the go. Yeah, man. I can't stop. <laughs> so, and something in the possible future, we were talking about the heavy metal thing. Mm. Like maybe, I like I said, maybe a beat tape is coming soon. But all the, I would love to still do like a heavy metal hip hop fusion. Like, That'd be crazy. Like beat tape. That'd be genuinely crazy. Yeah. I don't know what that would sound I, like. I don't I either, but, I, like, but I, I have some hear. like... Some things I want to do with that, and I've been really thinking hard about that one. Interesting. So, and just be on the lookout, like I said, uh, that, um, just like I said, continuing to push, not even the brand of DJ Root forward, just the brand of our community forward. Ooh. Like, just 100%. Sound bites. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. Cause yeah. it's, uh, it's really true to your character. Yeah. And I think it's it's definitely a good showing on who you are. Yeah. But I think what you're about. Yeah. Like, that statement really encapsulated everything right there. <laughs> um, I, I like that. Real quick, so this is, we're, we're nearing the end of the podcast here. And I think everybody that's on the podcast, you know, get this, gets the same first question and the same last question. Yeah. And uh, you're no different, like I mentioned at the beginning. So, if you had to give one piece of advice to anybody looking to become a DJ or to chase that music journey or to at least be an ambassador for their hip-hop scene, what piece of advice would you give them? Man, this is hard. There's so many good pieces. Like, and then... One, one piece of advice. One, one, I was like, man, find yourself a good support system. Without the people that support me, I like 100% Earl, um, DJ Artistic, like just there's so many cross 
my boy Jack. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have their support or them like helping me, there there is no you. If right. you don't, you gotta have people who like believe in you because there may be some days where it sounds when you don't believe in yourself. That's true. So just make sure you have those people. Like, and we because I talked, I touched on mental health earlier. Make sure you have those people, man. They're, they're important, man. Even though we, uh, you, you'll sometimes forget to say it, but make sure you know that they know that they're appreciated. So that, that that's like I said, support system, man. Make sure you great. have those people. That was great life advice, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's not even DJ advice. That's just uh, yeah, life that's advice. That's good for anybody looking yeah. to chase any career. Yeah, that's good. Make like sure that. you have those people, man. I like that. <laughs> okay, so before we wrap up, before we say our peace and our blessings, do you have anything to plug before we leave? Man, battle about March thirty first. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Hey, we gave we give you guys enough time. Yeah. March thirty first. Y'all better get into training right now. Busy. So, man, we got that coming up April fourth. You'll find me up in Ontario doing Thought Fest, the happiness, not Thought Fest. <laughs> I have to be very specific. It's T. H-O-P, the Happiness of Pursuit Festival. Okay. We got evidence. We got, uh, yeah, we got evidence. We just dropped the flyer today, so I, I, I haven't remembered it at all. Um, April 4th, you will know where it's going April 4th, Ontario. Oh, uh, I want all the smoke. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, that's a good one. Man. Oh, DP at UCSD. I don't know when this episode is dropping, so just be prepared. <laughs> you can catch yeah. this man in so many places. Yeah, like every Wednesday I'm at Hip Hop Wins. Okay. Um, this episode is probably going to drop on a Wednesday. Yeah, hey, come out. If you're listening to it early in the morning, hey, even if you're just listening at 10 at night, we'll still be there. Uh, I think we're aiming for a February 26th release, so hey. most people will still be able to catch all these things. Yes, oh, yeah, they'll definitely be able to. All come. right, for sure. Yeah. All right, you heard it here first. Uh, where can they find you on social media? Uh, Instagram is at DJ underscore root. Okay. Uh, because somebody decided to take just the DJ Root one. He doesn't even use it. I'm mad about that. I'm oh, salty. Well, <laughs> to the whole underscore thing. Yeah, I'm like, <sighs> but I was the first one. You can follow me on Twitter. Um, or, Same. Yeah. Same yeah. Underscore Same. again? Yeah. Dang, that guy took everything. I'm like, out. why? What did I do to you? <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, yeah, you don't need my Facebook, but. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> well, well, I was like, well, nobody really uses Facebook That's for true, memes. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, but hit me on Instagram or Twitter. Let's talk. All right. You know where you can find this man. He just gave you so many dates. He gave you his socials. Mm. And uh, he'll probably be at a break in Jiva in the near future. Always for fun. Sure. I, I will definitely bring him back. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Root, thank you for stopping by the no podcast, problem. man. I appreciate it. Shout out and, Earl. Uh, <laughs> shout out Earl, yeah, the historian today. Yeah. I have a horrible memory. I'm going to eat more blueberries like you the told me. The message of the day, eat more blueberries. <laughs> All right, y'all. Catch the next episode, and as always, keep breaking new ground. Peace. Peace.